Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. Sometimes people just absolutely drive me off the roof. I want to jump. Off the roof? Off the roof. Wouldn't the balcony be simpler? Nah, the roof would be more deadly. I see. It's... So, so okay. We, we heard the, the question at the candidates forum about people being divided. And we heard people lie about how respectful they are. Correct. Uh, Etc. And then, one of the people who goes around lying the most about everything and everyone in order to get their <laughs> way and is willing to say whatever it takes to get their way feels the need. Well, here, let's rewind and let's tell the story the right way. Okay. So, there's this really stupid, obnoxious app called Nextdoor. Sorry if you guys like it. I think it's stupid and obnoxious. And what kind of amazes me about Nextdoor... What kind of amazes me about Nextdoor is that they force you to have your actual real name. Right. And a general vicinity of where you live on there. You can pretty much pinpoint people to the block. And yet people are still so dumb about what they say on there. Now... (laughs) <laughs> There's one special guy who is on there, and I've seen him on Facebook for many, many, many years. And, like, this guy has had conversations with me about how a former mayor, who was a mayor, like, my God, 20 years ago, uh, is financially benefiting because the city council members are all voting in favor of projects that involve his development company, which, by the way, his development company hasn't developed anything in the city in, I don't know, eight years. But he's financially (laughs) benefiting from the developments because the city council is voting for him because he's a former mayor of the city. And these people are... This guy continually spreads that conspiracy theory and he has nothing to back it up other than his, quote, opinion. And he is definitely one of those people. It's my opinion, and I'm entitled to my opinion. Is that um, Mr. with the doppelganger? No. Oh, somebody else? Okay. Yes. It is not the doppelganger guy. Okay. This guy is the most uninformed individual probably ever. Well, no, I saw someone more uninformed last night, but that's a different story. <laughs> this guy, though, is like during the the racetrack initiatives, both of them, he would spew these things that a two-year-old could, could randomly type keys on Google and find that what he said was false. <laughs> so, fast forward to, you know, there's this big battle going on about the Cypress School District wanting to sell off the maintenance yard where 
they currently park the buses because they're moving the buses to the city maintenance yard. And interestingly, one of the opponents of this move is complaining that not only should we not allow them to sell that land, but that it should just sit empty, but he also says that we should be suspicious of the contract between the city and the school district. Like, why are they working together? What are they up to? More kind of conspiracy theory kind of thing. Why? Why? When people cooperate together and come up with a plan that saves everybody some dollars... Do people, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Because they don't have anything better to do with their lives and they're bored. Yeah, I guess that's what happens. But okay. So I finally had had enough of this guy, you know, constantly going on and on about things that made absolutely no sense and didn't add up, etc. <laughs> and I said so. Whoop, and whoop. I told him that he was clueless and that I told him that he's so clueless that he probably shouldn't be allowed to vote. So I had finally had enough of this guy, and so I told him what I think of him. I told him that he's clueless and that he is only just parroting what other people say. And he never has his own actual opinion. That, in fact, when he claims, well, that's my opinion and I'm entitled to it, he really should say, that's Joe Blow's opinion, but I'm stealing it because that's <laughs> what he does. And... You know, the guy who goes around town uh, making up alternative facts about things so that he can get people scared into his way of thinking. And I'm not the only person who thinks this, by the way. Of course. Jumps in and is like, at the forum last night, we had a question about respect and divisiveness. And I think that anybody who is being disrespectful and resorting to calling people liars and clueless should not be listened to. Isn't that funny? Well, I found it kind of ironic because, (laughs) well, you know, this is a person who says that the schools in Cyprus are overcrowded and beyond their capacity, yet the capacity for every school save one is 800, and one of the schools, the capacity is 900, and they all have less than 700 students in them. That doesn't sound full. Doesn't sound full to me. Uh, They all assume that because a modular gets added to a property, that that means they're increasing the uh, number of students at the school. What they don't understand is there's a certain number of classrooms. And there's a whole, like the one place that they put in uh, modulars at Morris, there's a whole area of the playground. I would have to say you could fit... Half a football field in there. So there's 50 yards worth of space at least. Okay. But probably, probably, well, probably. you know what? Actually, you probably fit more than a f- half a football field. So there's probably 100 yards worth of space there. All right? Okay. And that's just in one direction. So it's probably like 300 feet by 300 feet. So like 900, what is that? 9,000 square feet of space that the children were not allowed to go to because it was in an area that was tucked behind some other buildings and the noon duties couldn't see over there. Yeah. So they made sense. it a requirement that if you're caught over there, you don't, uh, you're not, you're, you're busted. So instead of continuing with that, they put modulars back there. And these modulars, they dig a freaking pit in the ground. They create a foundation for it. They have pipes 
and electricity that gets run in. It's not just jury-rigged with, like, a, a plug <laughs> or something. And, you know, a couple pipes <laughs> that run into a small sink, like a camping sink or something. This is actual full-blown plumbing. They have toilets in the bathrooms and If I recall things. correctly, the modulars were nicer than the regular classroom. Yes. And they... Content, this person continually bashes those things, and yet they're put in areas that wasn't used in the school anyway. And they're there because, hey, if I have two, two second grade classes of 30, I'm supposed to have only 20, so I have to have a third classroom. Well, I can't just build a third classroom. It's too expensive. So I put a modular in place. And then they want to complain, oh, why aren't they opening other schools if they have to put modulars in? Well, let me ask you a question. If there are six schools and they put two modulars per school that's 12 classrooms of kids right yeah that's 240 kids uh-huh how is that enough to open a school <laughs> they're not thinking it all the way through they're just trying to scare people because they're stupid exactly and they use intimidation tactics like that because they know that people will believe the first thing they read or hear and then other people are too afraid to correct it because Oh, I don't want to get into the discussion. I mean, I'm not afraid of that. Right. So I said what I had to say. So the guy the guy comes back with, you know, what I said that, you know, you, you shouldn't be listened to and um, people who people who have to call someone uh, a liar can't be listened to. And I, I responded back pretty bluntly. And I said, if someone doesn't want to be called a liar, they probably should not lie. Now, what do you think about that statement? It's 100% true. Okay, well, we're going to go through. This is why I want to rant about. We're going to go through my response, and we're going to talk about each issue. Okay. So, if, someone's, if someone lies, what would you call them? And I mean by lies, I'm not talking about somebody told a white lie. I'm talking about they're attempting to get a ballot measure passed, and so they make up facts that don't exist. And when challenged on them, ignore it and move on to the next topic and the next topic and the next topic. What do you call a person that lies like that? A liar. A liar. It's pretty simple, right? Now let me ask you this question. I made the comment, respect is not something just owed to people. If someone wants respect, they have to earn that respect. How do you feel about that statement? You owe them common decency, but you don't owe anybody respect. Exactly. So what's common decency to you? Not being a prick. Okay, go further. What how, how what would be something that a prick would say that they shouldn't say? I don't know. I'm not an asshole, so I don't know these things. Well, there you go. You just said it. You don't want to act like an asshole, right? Mhm. So do you think that if someone is truly uninformed and has been proven to be uninformed, that telling them that they're uninformed is being a prick? No. All right. Let's keep going. Then I point out that if someone agrees with him, but it is rude and obnoxious to other people, he never speaks up about it. Okay. But if someone disagrees with him, he always defends the other person. So it's kind of telling. So if someone's clueless and you call them clueless, is that such a bad thing? No. And like... Like I said, this guy's been spreading conspiracy theories. He always attacks the messenger, not the message. He has zero level of understanding about anything. So why should he even be allowed to vote? Like, seriously, why isn't there a test before you vote? <laughs> and, I mean, uninformed people 
just shouldn't vote about issues they're not informed on. I mean, we've talked about this on this show before. If you voted based off of what I said or Deborah said or what Ashley said or what the person across the hall said, you'd be giving those people an extra vote. Right. Which is Why would anyone do that? Uh, sheep. And then I and then I asked. I said, "So you you talk about intimidation, and I think it's laughable." I said, "As I as am I the one running around telling everybody who will listen that the schools are overcrowded?" And then I said, "No, that's you." And why is that intimidation on your part? Well, because you know the statement is false, but you continually use it as a weapon against any comments made. In fact. The only reason he made this comment, in my opinion, to me, is because he can't refute the facts that I've presented to them. Like the capacity issue. It's on their website. <laughs> that just proves he hasn't looked it up. I mean, on a quiet, quiet little side note, there was a lady who's, who follows this person mm-hmm. who commented that the school district was in violation of the education code because of the actions that they're taking. What? And when I questioned her on it and told her that I had called the Board of Education and then they told me it was perfectly legal, then she said it doesn't matter if it's legal or not. The taxpayers don't agree with it. Now, that's an entirely... she says it's illegal, it's automatically illegal. Right. It's an entirely different thing to disagree with what they're doing than it is to be illegal. Right. But she refuses to rescind that statement. She's going to leave it out there so that other people will see it, not read the rest of it, and think that they're violating the law. How nice. Okay. So... I told him, you know, don't be the pot calling the kettle black. Um, I told him that his approach is very transparent to many, many people and that he's right. If someone can't handle direct communication, then they shouldn't get involved in a discussion with other adults. Exactly. They shouldn't. Now, here's a few points that I made. As a voter, and I want everyone to pay attention to this, we should be staying informed. Yep. Doing our own research. Yep. Understanding what we are voting for. And not trusting others to tell us how to vote. How do you feel about those four points? I 100% agree with all four of those points. So then, last night, one sitting council member said that he has a real problem with misinformation. And I have the same problem. We've talked about that on this show, too. I don't like it when people lie about things that are so clear. I mean, this person, if it would benefit their, their ballot measure opinion... Would uh-huh. tell people they're not actually in California, that they're really in Oregon. <laughs> and he would try to convince them of that. I truly believe this. In if, Oregon or would we be in Mexico? If it meant that his ballot measure was going to go the way he wanted it to go, he would say whatever it takes. And that's the thing that really disgusts me. Because, you know, it's weird with this person. I had very little respect for them at first because... It was clear to me how they spun the facts. Then they switched sides on an issue and came right out and said they were wrong about the first time. And so I gained a little respect. But now I've lost all that respect because of all the lies. Fair enough. And so here's why I'm pissed. I don't understand why a grown adult feels the need to tell another grown adult what they can and cannot say. I mean, let's summarize it. If you don't want to be called a liar, don't lie. Exactly. If you don't want to be called clueless, get a clue. And if you don't want to be called misinformed, get informed. The facts are out there for people to find. All they have to do is look for them. It's really that simple. And I kind of ended it with, 
if just because Trump lies doesn't mean you have to lie. Huh. <laughs> and that's it. It's just... It's amazing to me that people think that they can tell other people how to act and, and what they should say. And meanwhile, they run around and they, they spread lies and misinformation that's clearly false. Like I said, you're not in California, you're in Oregon. No, I'm in California. But there's going to be a certain number of people who are going to believe that person just because it's that person and whatever they say is the gospel, it's the fact, it's the truth. And no matter what, no one's going to believe otherwise. That's, right. That's lunacy and it's dangerous and it's what gets us into trouble. Well, it's unfortunately very rampant in this area. Lunacy. It it really is. It really, really is. But I guess the the whole crux of the issue is why are you allowed to go out there and make up stories and change the facts? But someone's not allowed to call you out on it. Because if you call them out on it, then they have a harder time lying. That's why they try to shut you up. The intimidation factor is just amusing to me. Like, completely amusing. That was supposed to silence me because, you know, I'm supposed to be embarrassed by his comments. Right. Oh, by the way, here's the response from the really well-informed individual. You are a real ass. I am glad you can't vote in our election you are not smart enough to know what's going on three feet or three miles you can't vote here go away <laughs> it's just ridiculous i mean this guy's a lemming but what do you do about people like this like you can't like, is there even a solution? No. Like, like because you can't... You, we all joke about there should be a test before you can vote. But really, since voting is a right, you, you kind of, you know, you don't want to take that away from them. There. I just challenged that moron to debate me for probably the third time. And he'll never do it. Because, as I said, I would clean up the floor with him. And he knows it. Yeah, unfortunately, you have way more knowledge about the city than he does. It's not just knowledge about the city. You get an issue. You research it. You find out things you didn't know. You find out things you did know. You figure out how everything fits together. And then that gets you to the truth. And you have to go and you have to ask people who are involved. And here, here's the thing. They all want to say, like, the assistant superintendent, he's not going to tell the truth because it's in his best interest to get this passed. But here's the thing. He's the one sitting there and going... Here, let me present you with the documents that show how fiscally um, responsible we've been. Let me show you how secure we are financially. Let me show you how our credit rating, since we've been doing this, has gone up, not down. Those are all facts. He's willing to give you those. So if he's willing to give you those things, and they all 100% support his side of things, how exactly is he trying to hide things? He's not. Versus the person who tries to say the schools are overcrowded when you tell them that, well, the capacity is 600, not 400, or 800, not 400, and they don't want to hear that, yet that's published for all eyes to see. Yep. 
But of course, these are people who believe that the government, I mean, this one lady ended the, um, her statement with, unfortunately, I've never seen a government agency do the wise thing. You know? Yeah. Sounds like you've been dealing with a lot of internet idiots lately. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. So, that's my rant. I'm sick and tired of these people. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. Are you sure you're sick and tired? Yep. There's no inches left in the rope? Yep. And on that note, I guess it means goodnight, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.